Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Daily Podcast. My name is Chris, a.k.a. Necro Naminoms. Joining us, as always, is our co-host, Beck. Hello. How you doing? I am doing okay, reporting live from the frigid Arctic tundra that is my basement. Uh, how are you? Great. You know, I, I also, when I go in my basement, it's frozen, too. Like, we have to keep our bathroom heated because it has, they have, there's little um, wall electric heaters in there. And we just keep those going. And I was super thankful for doing that because a lot of our pipes froze for our other bathroom for some reason. But that bathroom was fine. Yeah. Because my fiance is like, wants that heater on. And I was like, okay, you're smart. Good. (laughs) We, uh, in this last winter thing that the entirety of America seems to have gotten hit by, um, had exactly one pipe freeze. And I don't know how that happens, but it was our bathroom. Uh, or our bathtub pipe specifically our bathrooms like sink was fine but the bathtub was not so we that was the one pipe that we can't like visibly see or get to so we kind of just like threw a space heater in the bathroom and cranked it on high and just left it overnight until something happened that was like all we could do uh fortunately nothing burst so i'm happy for that that's good that's something I don't want to deal with. That I'm saying that as someone who uh, at one point uh, had the roof above me literally just dump water on me because our house is weird. Um, don't want to deal with that anymore. So glad it didn't happen. I am feeling good about that. And we're warming up now and our pipes are going to stay unfrozen. <laughs> that's That's great. It's just so annoying when pipes freeze. Yeah. I never know what to do. I've never had that happen before in my life. Really? Yeah, it's surprising. I I guess like in in other situations we've just been very wary of it and somehow we just got caught lacking this but time around. Like it, even whenever you lived like in other places your pipes never froze. Yeah, which is surprising because you'd think it'd be more likely in trailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to get. That's where you were going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I definitely recall whenever I lived in a trailer, us just not having water in the winter, like, period. Mm. Yeah, no. We've been lucky enough to have uh, some form of protection. I don't know how, but uh, I guess keeping the water running was enough to save that off. Anywho, enough about being poor. Uh, how's How's your week been? You've been uh, playing any games, anything? other than our subject matter today? Uh, no, not really. Just our subject matters, pretty much. <laughs> I guess we could... I mean, look, yeah, I've been looking into games that are potentially still our subject matter, so... <laughs> yeah, we've been... Uh, I mean, yeah, we've yeah. got that sale right now, so, like, um, lots of stuff to look into and buy. I've been keeping up with the Epic Games free games... Uh, so we got those. Uh, Death yeah, Stranding uh, was free. Yeah, that was crazy. Like I, I want, I can't wait to install install that one. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It, it's hard to say that with excitement. <laughs> to be entirely honest, like I played Death Stranding a little bit whenever it came out because I had friends who had it, and I watched them play it. And I'm like, yeah, he's but ba- he he is ba- balancing some packages. And my friend was like, hey, you want to try this? And I did, and I was like. Played it for like I don't know thirty. He let me like deliver a package, and I was just like, 
okay. He's like, there's more to it, but that is the majority of the, 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 like what you're going to be doing. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> now this is gameplay. Yeah. Now this is gameplay. And it's, I don't know. Cause I know there's more to it. Cause I know I, I, I saw, I didn't see like a speed run, but I, I saw this like streamers playing it when it came out and they were doing like some of the fighting with like some of the like scarier aspects of the game and throwing uh, PCs at enemies. Yeah. And all, all that, that jazz. And I was just like, okay, there's, there's, it's more than just a walking package delivery simulator. Uh, but it's free and it is the director's cut version, which adds something to it, I'm sure. Hopefully, people grabbed it when it was there. Yeah, I was, um, I've been looking into games. We still got like another week and a half ish until the sales are all done. So, uh, I'm definitely buying more games before the uh, sales are done. Uh, just kind of waiting to, for all the free games to be done so I know uh, what I can buy and what I shouldn't buy. There's also yeah. uh, the one game that we bought recently. We were just talking about this. Uh, you uh, bought Tarkov. I did. I did buy Tarkov. I Yeah, you're right. That is something we're, that I should have talked about. <laughs> um yeah. I played it for about an hour. I I did one like uh scav raid, which scav is like the character that like is like the NPCs, but you can do a run with them. Uh and it's on like a cooldown. And whenever you do a run on them, if they die, it's not like something that's like permanent, like it doesn't matter. That's you spawn in with their loot and you can get out and get that loot, but like if that's a scav run. I did one of those, spawned in got shot by another scav player shot them in the head killed them and then another player just shot me and i was just like oh okay and then i went and did offline raids which offline raids is like whenever you queue up to run you just go into the raid but like there's no progress that's saved like if you get out you don't get that equipment if you die you don't lose the equipment which is fun i've been doing that just to get around and the game runs fine which was a main thing for me i just wanted it to run my computer's getting old uh you die easily in that game i learned from either even the NPCs, which is scary, and it gets really dark, which is scary. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 so far, I like it. I want to try playing it with, like, as a group with some with with friends. Yeah, I um, I ended up buying it as well, and so I haven't actually played it yet. So um, we'll see how it goes. I am not a fan of that type of game. Mostly because, uh, as I've said before, I am just bad at those types of games. And it's like, you know, when you're bad at the game, it's just not fun to drop in, lose all your stuff constantly, not make any progress and just fall behind into this endless loop, which is what that kind of game usually ends up being. So uh, I am just going to have to kind of grin and bear it and like yeah. try to find something to cling to like maybe the weapon customization or something because i'm usually into that kind of stuff well uh, what's, what's really sold me on is because our friend mentioned the, the the scav runs and the offline raids which is what, is what really sold me because i'm like i can just pretty much play the game without having to worry about like this loot i just got losing it yeah that makes sense what you can do with friends you can do the offline things and the scav runs with friends and that's what sold me on on it kind of just being like, okay, this is a little better than just playing like the cycle or uh, Marauders, where those games like I I would just always get something if I got like good loot, I'd be like, oh, I feel like I could never use this 
but now I can at least go into like play Tarkov if I get good loot or make a gun that I really like. I can at least go into an offline raid and at least shoot it without the worries of just like, oh boy, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> right. That kind of stuff might make it uh, more appealing to me. So we'll see how it goes. Um, at the very least bearable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, there are other games that I'm keeping an eye on that I'm probably going to get um, in addition to like the humble bundle uh with like the humble choice for this month i know i was excited to get greedfall and that was on this month's list so uh, i'll be probably digging into that at some point yeah yeah so we can claim all our games now yeah uh, at least i can can you claim all of them like like we said last time can you claim all eight uh yes okay i'm doing that right now i just claimed <laughs> i just claimed greedfall i'm doing it live and i just claimed blade assault and i just claimed wasteland three uh, let me claim the rest of these. I don't want the rest of these, but here I am. <laughs> Might as well not get them. Not that there's anything wrong with these games. I just, if I if it was down to three, it would have been Blade of Greed, Twelve Wasteland. Right. Um, even though that Toem, Toem, looks adorable. I think I own that game somewhere. Like it's it's hard to keep track of all the games I own at this point to where like if I go to buy a game that's like kind of in the indie range or something like I have to like cross reference it with, with all the uh, humble keys I have and all the epic games that I have uh, from my weeks and weeks of gathering those. It's really funny just like having that abundance of games. It's not it's nice growing up poor being like, I don't have enough games. Now it's just like I have too many games. Yeah. Um, worth mentioning, uh, the Greedfall game. I never heard of that. You, you, when you told me about it, I was like, so like oh, wow, that looks cool. Yeah, um, it wasn't like super popular at the time. Like there were some people that it was on their radar, but it wasn't like, uh, it didn't have like a breakout success or anything like that. I think like it did fine, but it wasn't, uh, anything. There was, there was a bundle of games that like came out around that time that were in the same boat where there were these like double A titles that came out that were like kind of cool and like some people saw them but it wasn't like they really took hold right when, when did greedfall come out i think it was like four or five years ago my concept of time is a little skewed so i could be wrong on that but i seem to remember it being that old okay, it looks like september 9th 9th 2019 okay it's so like three years ago what I found funny about this game is that it's it's got the kind of similar theme. It's like what would this theming called be called? Like colonial, colonial, which yeah. reminds me of a certain MMO. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when did that MMO come out? I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, talking about Amazon's MMO, New World, New World. Uh, it's just got the same same vibe. It's probably what, like why whenever I saw this game, I was probably like, is this New World? Yeah. <laughs> uh, New World was last year. Okay. Boy, does that not... Uh, it's gotten better ratings over the years, I guess. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just saying, like that Greedfall game looks really nice for for just a Humble Bundle game, so maybe people should definitely get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Uh... Well, um, there are some other games we've played this week, so we can go ahead and talk about those. Um, I think we opened just where we opened last week, which was um, Final Fantasy XI. 
and uh, the progress we've made with that so far, which both mm. feels like a lot, not a lot at the same time. No, I think because we're like newer to it, or well, I'm practically a new player because I never really did well, did enough in it. Um, we're just trying to play it, <laughs> like understand it, and get get used to like certain aspects of it that like if we look at like an MMO like wow that are that are just like second nature to us. Uh so like a, a big one was the auction house. Right. We whenever we first came across the auction house, we looked at it and we're like, okay, this you navigate this in a way. And we we were just like maybe we're gonna like not deal with this right now. Like we'll deal with we'll deal with this later. Uh once we get a bearing of other things. But we started using that and it's been pretty fruitful. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely answered the question of where do we get money from? Because it really felt like we were just unable to afford a lot of the basic things you would expect to get from the vendors and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's super useful for quests. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, like, um, I have to look up the quests on, like, how to do them. And whenever I learned that, like, for the one quest, you had to get parts from these beastmen that are like turtles um we couldn't really get a lot of the, a lot of the parts to drop and we couldn't fight the higher level ones and i was like well we could just buy them off the auction house and which is just so weird i could never think of buying like wow quest parts off the auction house i guess like that are like unique to the quest if that makes sense yeah absolutely that's something you don't think of whenever you're like doing quests in any game like i think most games are like that you couldn't do that in like um swotor either if you had to like get these like computer parts from these specific mobs you wouldn't be able to like go on the auction house and find them yeah like like in wow i'm used to like being like oh i gotta go get some raptor heads like yeah that drop rate is bad even though they all have heads um but like the, this was like a two percent drop for two players like we both needed the part individually so if there's four parts we needed eight Eight. And it was a it was a yeah. hot area where like a lot of people were constantly farming too. Yeah. Um so yeah, that that was pretty cool for the auction house. And there's another quest where he bought the, this flower for this NPC that I would not never thought to talk to, and that gave us this access throughout the city to like teleport from our mog house, which is essentially like your your uh, bank and a bunch of other things, but you could teleport out of any point where that that is, which is really useful. Which and that the, quest I, I don't know if you'd call it a quest, but that is also a unique thing, too, where, um, like, something you have to, like, trade directly with NPCs, which is not something I'm used to in yeah, these games yeah. either. That's worth talking. Like, it's like we're talking about this like it's new, but it's just so archaic and old. Like, and wow, because this is always the easiest comparison. If you say, like, the raptor heads, you just go to the NPC, like, they'll have an exclamation part point above them you get it and then whenever you get all the raptor heads they'll have a golden question mark above their head and you just right click it turn it in and this you go to the npc uh you, you learn this immediately because your first quest has you do this you have to open up trade like you would with a player and you trade it to the npc <laughs> so like we got the four parts we traded the four parts to the npc the npc gave us a ring and advanced us to the next um, tier of reputation for the city and we're like this is so weird. <laughs> this is just so weird. <laughs> yeah. Which, and on one hand, is like a cool way to 
introduce the concept of trading like it's it's a great tutorial thing where you can be like okay this is how you trade now trade with me uh on the other hand it's not something that i've seen really utilized much i'm sure there are other games that have done it but in like the mainline mainstream mmos i haven't seen it yeah yeah even how does 14 do it it's been a minute uh, 14, I don't believe you trade directly with the NPCs. Right. It's not like populating, like a like you're not like clicking on it in your inventory or anything. Maybe you are. I think I think there's a form of it, but it's not like you queue up a trade window. It's just they ask you if you have the stuff and then like you select the things in your inventory. Is If I recall correctly, that's how it went. Which even yeah. that was a little strange to me and that might be like a like a relic of the of you know 11 uh that might be a thing that they just was like a holdover concept but without having to like directly trade them yeah because like the like 11's old 11 came out in 2002 so that's before two years before wow and 14 is a little weird to look up uh, final fantasy 14 that is because it had two releases um 2010 now i don't know if that's the initial release of 14 or not but it came out in 2010 so like wow this gives it in development for a while but um yeah so like they're both kind of like archaic and old is what i'm trying to get at as far as like they got some systems in them and then they're all but like obviously 11's a lot older <laughs> um yeah, the, the trade is just weird. We had to do the same thing with the girl to give her the flower, which I would have never thought of doing. I had to literally look it up to be like, hey, if you want to get around the city faster, do this. I was like, oh, okay. Which that's even more random because when we talk about the quests and having to like, for example, turn in the parts that we found to the person, yeah, you have to trade with him that. With the girl, she just kind of like offhand mentions that she wants like red flowers and you got to go find the correct flower and then yeah. just randomly trade it to her. That's even because it's not a quest. It's not like a, she sent you to go find a thing. She just like offhand mentioned it. It's more of an Easter egg almost than like a quest. Mm -hmm. And there's there's one of those in every major starting city where you got to give them their specific flower. And the vendors are in random, not random places, but they're not in places that are immediately accessible. Yeah. Um, the auction house was the easiest way for us. Um, definitely worth it. Definitely yeah that is like an old school thing to do though like just put an npc here that kind of like barely mentions a thing and it's like oh if you give her this thing she'll give you access to the city or something like that like it's it's a very old school thing to do so it like fits the this old game like that's definitely something you expect from these kinds of games yeah and i it's i i strangely feel nostalgic for it yeah <laughs> And it's weird because like I shouldn't have nostalgia for this game. Like I should have nostalgia for Final Fantasy. I think I said that last time. But like this game, just like I'm just like wow. Just I feel like I'm finding something whenever we do that. Even though I looked it up, I still it still felt warm. Like at the same time, I was like wow, that's all really complicated and dumb. There should have just been like a indicator that that was a quest. But on the other half, I'm like wow, that's just really cool that you just you just got to find it. <laughs> yeah, by talking to people. <laughs> 
I think the difference here is that you can look up stuff for this game, but I've found that like even when I look up stuff, I'm not always entirely clear no. on what I'm looking for. Like the information is like a little muddy sometimes to where you kind of just have to like tinker with it after you get the information to like figure it out. Like even in even in this example that we're giving, like we still were doing a little bit of like, oh, do we have to like talk with her first? Do we have to like exhaust her dialogue or do we just give it to her? What happens when we give it to her, et cetera? Like there's there's still guesswork involved. And so it still feels like we're discovering something. Yeah, like we we yeah, we super didn't know like if the quest was ready, like am I gonna lose the flower if I trade it too early? Like or well I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um so that's been an interesting aspect of it, the whole questing and trading system. Uh so if we should probably get on like how partying went for us because we 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 were both had classes jobs that were past level ten. And we finally did some like questing strictly together at the appropriate time we did do we did quest together earlier like uh, from like one to like seven or something or six and we learned that that you're not supposed to do that apparently like experience is kind of bad if you do that but if you do it past 10 you're getting more experience there's like a modifier and it depends on the gap between levels yeah yeah a lot of it was just like kind of acclimating to the game and how it works and like uh what we can do we spent a lot of time like just killing mobs and seeing what we could kill what was too hard to kill uh was it worth it to kill this as opposed to just like killing these things um it was a lot of just like learning just what what's the what's the method here what are we going for uh and i think we are getting that idea because it turns out a lot of the game is just kind of just killing stuff until you level up it's like it's like the Warcraft uh, uh, South Park episode where they just go kill a bunch of boars. Like that's essentially what it feels like a lot of the game is going to be with like yeah. intermittent questing every now and then. Yeah, there is definitely like a lot of quests throughout it to like grab to like, like because like every MMO literally does come down to just like you're go- you're going to a quest, getting your lore, and going and probably killing things, and then getting your lore. But where this has just been like. Talk to obscure NPC. NPCs just like, okay, go do this thing, but like, it's not really much of a thing, and it's not much of lore either. But that that the quest doesn't give any experience really. Sometimes some of them don't give anything, or it's obscure to what they give you, like the whole getting between cities type of thing, or going throughout the town. I meant, um, yeah, which is weird, but yeah, it, it does feel like an Asian MMO, and I'm saying that if people understand what that means, normally in the ye old days of MMOs. Asian MMOs were just like kill a bunch of monsters and that is the gameplay. And that is what this is. <laughs> right. That's uh Which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It is uh the thing where what makes it okay so far is that it is legitimately most of the time just difficult enough or like uh sometimes when it's not even difficult, it's still like just kind of coordinating. Like you go kill this, I'll go kill this, we'll just keep going this way. Um, yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot faster because we we were we were what we were doing is, is we were in the the mines. They were called the uh, Helboro mines, and we when we first went in there, we were just slowly killing everything together. We were like, okay, where are these turtles at? <laughs> and we were exploring it, which was great and fun, and we probably wasted a lot of time exploring. But then eventually, we we're like, okay, we know which ones we can do, and where they're spawning. So we just started spreading out, like tagging them, and being like, okay, I got one here, I got one here, like 
which was great. Yeah. And then even when we were fighting the harder mobs, it was like seeing like, okay, how much damage can I as a white mage, for example, do? Is it worth it to do that damage or is it worth it just to focus on healing you? And then even when I'm focused on healing you, I'm still trying to time it so that I can efficiently get the heals off while also getting mace hits in. So I'm at least doing some damage to help while also maximizing the healing. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Like it was a lot of... uh constant coordination and constant like optimizing yeah ga gauging fights because whenever you go to fight an enemy you have the option to check them which tells you in an arbitrary way how much stronger or than you are how much weaker and if your your chance of hitting it is pretty good or if your weapon's able to like do decent damage um it'll be like too weak or easy prey or decent challenge even match tough very tough incredibly tough stuff like that and we were like well we know we can always beat like easy prey but like can we do even even match pretty well because i know when it's solo whenever i was fighting something that was an even match it literally wasn't even match it was coming down to me almost like getting to like no health but so i was like okay if we fight this it was like beetles we we, we found and i was like okay that beetle is tough maybe we can do it and we went and fought it and i think we, you ended up having to like use your two hour to heal me yeah, which and and at some point you have to realize it's fine to do because you have to use it sometime. And that's I remember like looking back at like classic WoW whenever they first released like the like, you know, classic instead of vanilla, like, you know, recent classic. They were talking about like how to level and saying like uh, one of the things that they try to hammer home like a lot of the YouTubers and stuff is like use your cooldowns constantly. Like you should always be off cooldown. Uh, or on cooldown on all of your like major abilities because that's something that's just instead of it being in your pocket if you just know what you're doing you will be able to move faster as long as you don't pull too much don't do this and that you just use everything you have so that it will make you go faster uh and that's something i know like i've always been bad at just any rpg in general i will always hold down to everything until the very last moment when i need it and even then i might not use it yeah we were like holding on to like our things like because i was doing a warrior and i was like should i use my crit thing right now because <laughs> like i can guarantee crits for like in like a minute and that's my two hour and yours is just like a full heal it removes all the debuffs from us which is amazing but it's two hours it, it just reminds me of the uh world of roguecraft like <laughs> i'm not <laughs> like if i don't have my cooldowns then i'm not i'm not strong like what is it i can't kill anything and i can't kill anything if i don't use my cooldown <laughs> it's just like ah. <laughs> it's so unfair it's so unfair <laughs> so, so you gotta have your cooldowns but like if they're if, if they're on cooldown then you can't kill stuff it's just like oh so that's that there's a whole mentality there so like i feel it was right to like test the waters how we did it where because we, we eventually got a good gauge of like a tough enemy is going to maybe come to us having to use a two hour but a an enemy that was like what was, what was the one render tough evenly matched we can do just fine uh yeah, so we, we, we stayed in that range, which just meant we were getting like more experience. Yeah. And then we we ended up just going the next to a different like just we, we ended up leaving that place because we, we we grinded out like what three levels, I think. Uh yeah, something like that. Yeah. It became sleep aid really quick. I was just like, okay, I am good on this game. I'm I'm done playing. <laughs> yeah, and then we had the mile long walk back to town. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the whole part of the game where like there's a lot of walking and I was trying to explain this that like whenever you ever plan to go to a another city, like a start, starting city, you better plan it out like it's a real day of like it like in real life if you were going to go shopping you better be like okay i got to go to these places when i go shop so if we ever plan to go to another city you got to be like well if i spend all this time to get to this other city which could take a long time you better get do all the little quests there you can do to get all their unique items from those quests so you don't have to go back later <laughs> right you're investing a lot of time which is so strange in an mmo cuz normally like in modern mmos you just can just go you can like teleport or there's some form of fast travel. Like there are mounts in this game, but you get them at level 20. We're not level 20 yet. Yeah, um, we're a ways from level 20. Uh, it took it, us all that time just to hit like 13 yeah. uh, starting from 10. So like it, we're quite a ways away unless something changes real quick. We're going to try a different area next time we play. Okay, that's good to you're you're pretty much the person who's planning out like what we do. Like I'm kind of just like trying to take care of like my character so that I'm like useful and then like I kind of rely on you to just plan out the trips and everything. It's, yeah. it's just like, okay, we're going here. All right, yes, sir, boss, let's go. I'll heal you. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we have goals in mind. Like our goals are to like for you, like our goal isn't to like max out the game or anything. Like your goal is to just get your the the jobs you want you want you want summoner and bard so that just means we got to hit level 30 and do those quests for you and my job my my goal is to hit like to get like ninja and just play it a little bit and like i'm like okay i'm satisfied <laughs> like that's that's like our goals yeah exactly um oh i actually didn't actually explain why the auction house was that fruitful for us like um i ended up having get, making about like 4000 gold off of it which is a lot at lower levels at least to me it was enough that like I could pretty much play any of the starting classes and have equipment for them. And I the, the gist of it in the auction house was that like you could only sell stacks, you can either sell one thing or a stack of twelve like twelve, which is one stack. Um, which is really weird because you gotta you still pay like a uh, what's it called whenever you put something up for auction. It was like a deposit. A deposit, and it's like one or two gill. It's gill in this game. Sorry, not gold. And it all sold. I was surprised how fast it sold. Um, there was one aspect of it that confused me. I think I tried to tell you about this where like whenever you put something up for sale and it sells, it, you got to go to your Moogle and your Mog house and claim it. You just claim all the gold or the gill. But if you buy an item, say like a sword, it instantly goes to your inventory. You don't got to go back to the Moogle. Yeah, wow. that's very wow. odd. Yeah, It's very odd because in WoW, you you buy something or sell something, you're going to the mailbox. Yeah, no matter, no matter what. what. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. That's a weird way of doing it. Yeah, so I'm just like, is, is this just like an arbitrary thing they put in here? Because like, obviously they can do it. <laughs> it seems like an odd convenience type thing where it's like, okay, well, we know that like, we don't expect something to just instantly sell for you. So whenever you sell something, you can just go back to your house whenever it's ready and then you'll have your money there versus like, okay, you want to buy something. Well, we can just give it to you now and that would be easier than you having to go all back all the way back to your, um, Mog house, which feels weird that they would care that much about like convenience can given like everything else in the game, <laughs> but it does feel like a little bit of a convenience thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's pretty much been our experience with it. I'm leveling Warrior. I, I'm solo playing Red Mage because it seems easy enough to do. Um, and you're and you're doing White Mage till we hit thirty. Yeah, I'm doing White Mage. If I have any time on the side, I'll be just messing around with other classes. But um, most of my time on the side has been devoted to like uh, taking care of. Uh, dealing with the macros and stuff that I haven't done yet. And like, also just like worrying about like making money stuff on the side as well. Uh, just so that I have like the time with you is just like level time. Yeah. This game is just such a time investment. <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on that you need to tend to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another game we've been playing, which is related to what we talked about last week, which is that we were working on trying our hand at speedrunning a game uh, in uh, preparation for Games on Quick coming up uh, in January. Uh, so uh, I think we've both just been playing more Hades. I think that's unofficially just what we are doing, I think so far unless i mean you might be trying other stuff on the side i think i've pretty much devoted myself to hades just because i'm in too deep <laughs> yeah i i've narrowed it down to just either doing pokemon or hades yeah. because because when you brought up hades i was like well i don't even think i unlocked everything for hades so i went and reinstalled it it was two years since i last played it yeah. and i was like oh man i didn't get all the hidden aspects for like half the weapons i had half of them but I was just like, oh, I should do it, do that. And I was like, oh, I don't have any companions either because I never fully flushed out any of the characters that give companions. So I just, I actually played like, I think like five hours into it, I think over the past. I don't even know how to check anymore. I'm dumb. How do you check? Uh, when you go to the game on Steam, it's in like recently played uh, next to your playtime usually. That's nah, not telling me. It just says 46 hours. That's weird. Uh, well, anyways, it's been it's I've put some hours into it, and um, like the first run I did whenever I got back into it, I, I immediately won it. I even had like some heat too to just unlock stuff. But you've been having a different experience. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, am having like an existential crisis because I cannot beat it again. I have I have what I've beaten this game like through to the credits. So like I've done runs and beaten the game before ever since i reinstalled it i just haven't been able to do that again and i don't know if it's something to do with like me just like trying to go too fast and using the boons that i would never use for that because i know i would focus a lot on survivability when uh when playing before and i've changed that a lot just because whenever you're looking into like a lot of speed running stuff uh, a lot of what they'll tell you for any game, really, is that you're supposed to mostly just worry about the damage. Survivability isn't really high on the list because the survivability is supposed to be on you just, like, dodging and just not getting hit. Um, so you shouldn't be worrying too much about, like, actually, uh, like, building survivability into your build. Uh or it's just that, like, I'm getting too hyphy, just, like, trying to dodge around and attack and just go super fast, and, like, I'm just stupidly jumping into everything. I don't know what the exact problem is, and when it comes to the actual, like, speed of my runs, as far as in-game time goes, I'm usually 
able to make it to uh, like Hades himself in under 20 minutes. I think I got as fast as like 16 ish minutes, like directly uh, reaching him. And then I would just die. And so it doesn't count if you die. And maybe that's the mentality I need to take is, okay, well, I need to just finish a run because that would be my fastest run. If I actually finished it, if I just like didn't die, then that would probably be faster than even my current fastest run, which isn't fast at all. My current, uh, personal best, I guess is like 30 minutes. I think it's like 30, 30. Um, and that's the fastest I ever ran. And that was like back when I first finished the game, I think. So, uh, Another part of the problem is that I also haven't unlocked everything and there's a lot of stuff that like I think I only have one weapon aspect that's maxed out. So I'm at a point where I do need to like farm up the bloods and stuff to like max out an aspect other than the one that I currently have maxed out, which uh, I don't know why I have that one maxed out. Honestly, it's the aspect of Zagreus for the the Stygian blade. Um, I don't know why that's the one but that is what it is and maybe yeah. it's just like the first thing you get and it's like okay just max that out because it's the first thing you get maybe that's that was my mentality i'm not sure <laughs> yeah no that's fine i think i did something similar where i really liked it wasn't the first blade it was like the second one or the third one aspect it's the one that like you can like life still and get permanent health or something like that like i maxed that one out first and i, I just liked it because i was just like this seems correct. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's finding like what weapon you're comfortable with, but like, I will say like with my runs, I'm not going nearly as fast as you are. Like I'm like, I'm finishing my runs with between 25 and like 36 minutes, which is faster than Pokemon. And <laughs> whenever you look at a speed run, I don't actually know how to translate these times correctly. Cause it says the run would be like the fat. One of the fastest times is like 15 minutes, 18 seconds, but the end game time is five minutes. Yeah, so what it's counting for is uh, all the in-betweens that happen. So, like, in-game time only counts when you're not talking to people, when you're not loading. Uh, like, whenever you beat the game, it'll say that time at the end. That's the end-game time, right? Yes. Or no? Oh, it is. So, like, whenever I finished my run and I I had a screenshot of it earlier, it said 25, 30 25 minutes, 36, 31 seconds. Yeah, I said that. So that's my in-game time, right? Uh, yes. Okay. How um, could people finish it that fast? Yeah, some people are um, like interested in the in-game time. Some of the runs I've seen do like out-of-game time. Uh, I don't... I'm mostly just focused on in-game time because that's the easiest to record for me. Like that's just... Yeah. It's literally just press the option and then you see it. And that allows me to at least like think about my like boon options whenever I'm like selecting things because at the moment my brain is not going to move fast enough for that. So I'm just going to focus solely on making it in game time. And that's all I'm worried about right now. And at this point, I think that like, I, I mean, we said before this, we're not trying to break any records. Uh, my goal is at the very least to hit like 25 minutes, I think just, just because I know that's like five minutes faster than the first time I like the, the best time I have right now. That's also, uh, assuming that I can just actually beat the game again, uh, just like finish a run. Uh, 
So at the moment, if I do faster than that, that's great. But that, like, that's my goal right it now. It seems like it seems like as fast as you're going, you're, you're going to hit like like a 17 or an 18 if you just if you just kill Hades at the end. Because if you're getting to him at like 16 minutes, that's that's know, that's my fastest. That's like that's not average. Average for me is anywhere between like I'm going to say like 19 and 21 minutes on average. <laughs> it's still faster than me. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's it's going to be a lot of like, first of all, part of the reason I'm also playing Hades is just because like there's still so much story left after you finish the game. Like it's I'm still getting dialogue I've never seen before. And I've, I, I've done so much. <laughs> it makes me want it. That's one of the reasons I said, like, screw it. I'm just playing Hades for this uh, is because of all this dialogue I'm getting. I get to like actually sit down and like play through some of the dialogue because there's a lot of games where i probably should play them more because they have this like post-game dialogue and i don't do that and so this is a chance for me to actually do that for a reason uh that uh makes me feel like i can keep doing it as opposed to just thinking this is a waste of my time and i need to go do other things that are productive but yeah uh that that's the other thing and like for me it's a lot of like before i can even attempt this it feels like there's a lot of unlocking i need to do i need to pick a weapon to max it out and then i need to get uh whichever uh companion i decide is the correct one i need to max out some of my keepsakes still because they're still not maxed out uh there's a lot i need to do to even feel like i'm prepared to actually push for uh an ideal run exactly yeah it's it's hard it is yeah uh no one said it was going to be easy uh Mm -hmm. i'm just uh wishing it were a little easier uh would make me feel better uh i think i'm susceptible to like just just the general despair of like failure you know like i think there's there's some people who they can like pick themselves up up really easy dust themselves off keep going sometimes it it gets to you you know i think i'm very susceptible to that uh more so than uh uh other people where i kind of you do it enough and you get down on yourself and it's it's hard to uh pick yourself back up after that uh and i think that that's something i need to work through and maybe this helps with that Oh, for sure. I could, I could see that. It's like when you, when you play Dark Souls, like that was, that was the, it's the same feeling actually. It's the exact same feeling of just like, why can't I do this? And then, I mean, to be fair, I did beat Elden Ring. So maybe, maybe things are on the up and up for me as far as my mentality goes with these things. Maybe for like Elden Ring or Souls games, like it's just like, I just, they're hard. And people are like, why are you doing something that's so hard? And like, you're hate, you're getting angry and mad. And it's just like, no, I'm. I want to be challenged. I, I like it's as long as it's not unfair. You you enjoy that challenge, and that, that's part of Hades too. Like there's great challenge to it, and when you when you win, it feels great. Like it's, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. And <laughs> that I, is I, the, oh sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say I just gotta work on going faster. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I mean that is the secret to focus on the challenge too, as opposed to just like because there there's two parts to it, right? There's there's a challenge, and then there's a wanting to be better. So the challenge is on their end. The wanting to be better is on your end, right? Like, and if you focus too hard on the wanting to be better, then that's what weighs down on you, I think, as opposed to focusing on the challenge. And I think that's the balance right there. Yeah. It's a fine balance. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you had for Hades. Um, no, uh, just it's just worth saying we're, we'll probably just keep playing it and trying to do better times, and then um, because Games Done Quick is going to be happening here, um, not, the, not next week, but the very like in the weekend of it, I believe. Yeah. Um, that'll be like our main focus of games, probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say again, though, I am enjoying going back through the Hades uh, story stuff like there's there's little bits of it that like still um, I guess not necessarily surprise me, but I'm still like, oh, that's really cool. Where like, for example, like um, how uh, the characters do in in the uh, like slides whenever you're seeing like the dialogue and then the art to the left of it. Uh, like the characters do different expressions sometimes, right? There's one that caught me where like, you're talking to like Thanatos and you know, the default for Thanatos, he's always like very, like he looks kind of like to the side. So it's, it's implied that he's not looking directly at you. And then there's like a touching moment uh, where like you some, like give some sort of like your character and Thanatos say to each other, something along the lines of like, they care for each other. And like Thanatos looks directly at you at that point. And it's like, that's a really cool touch. Like, especially like you notice a different angle because of like how his face looks. It's so different from like, from the, his normal default, like looking to the side uh, and stuff like that, that really catches you. I think where just everything about it is uh, really well put together. Yeah. That's like a really, that's a good touch. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> I, I I really do enjoy the story. Yeah. Hopefully when Hades 2 comes out, whenever it does, it's I'm sure it's gonna be just as great. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Um okay. there's much else to say on like the speedrunning and stuff. Yeah, I mean we're just gonna keep talking about it as we go up until up through um GDQ. Yeah, we'll probably just next week we'll talk about our experiences with it, just seeing how fast we get and what we've been doing to get faster. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll probably still be talking about the same games, our experiences with Final Fantasy, and probably Tarkov. <laughs> yeah, just whatever's in the loop. Yeah. Um, ordinarily we'd be doing upcoming games, but much like last week, there is currently not much that's like actually releasing in the next week. Um, a lot of the stuff that's on Steam for like upcoming, for example, like could be coming out next week, but they're pretty vague about it. <laughs> Most yeah. of the things say something along the lines of like soon or coming soon or future or when we're ready. Do you think that's because it's just going into a new year? Um, I think so. So here's the thing is like a lot of the bigger releases tend to come out in the I want to say like August to November range. There are obviously other releases that come out in other months, but we saw a lot of big releases around that range, like especially in November, I think. Uh, so the, the original reasoning for that is for the people that the reason that companies aim for between those those dates August November so they would be out for Christmas so kids could get them. That makes that sense. Yeah, that's the original reasoning, but that's back when video games were for kids. And they're not necessarily for kids these days. So <laughs> yeah, so like it's because of that I think that we're in that rest area because like I do see some coming up in January that we'll be talking about. Uh, whenever it's about time for that. It's just that until then, you know, you got the very end of the month. It seems like all those releases are taking a break for the end, very end of the year. 
which makes sense. You want to give time for people to recoup and get their money back after, uh, like at least hit payday, right? For for January. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So uh, we'll. I think. I think next week there are some upcoming games that we'll be talking about. Uh, but for now, there's there's not really anything going on. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, we are gonna go. Uh, we are gonna head out into the sunset. And um, I'll probably take some time tonight to lose some more at Hades and uh, yep. cry myself to sleep. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get a good run. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we will be back next week with more um, just talking about stuff. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, as always, don't forget to do your dailies. And your weeklies.